This is Joy B. And this is James B. And we are back with another episode of Glow Your Goddess. So today what we are going to be talking about on our episode is how a goddess is able to protect her relationship, keep it sacred, okay? Protecting it from all the noise in the world that happens to all of us on a regular basis. So as promised... It's been kind of noisy this weekend. It has been quite, I guess, what you would call noisy. Um, But we've had a good time. We're having a great time. As promised, we are recording from California. Um, I did have to fly out here and James flew out with me to help assist with everything um, for a speaking event at California Lutheran University. Right. (laughs) So we have a funny story about that and it kind of plays into some of what we are going to be talking about today. Um, But again, before I tell the story, before it sounds like a little bit of a downer, I do want you guys to know that we are having a really good time. We're having a great time. (laughs) We're going to be here um, for our last day, the entire day. Like our plane doesn't even leave till 10 o'clock. So we're super excited to be able to soak up everything going on. And we know that the climate is a little bit different because of what's going on with this virus, right? So this Is there a viral thing going on? You haven't heard about it? Is it a pandemic already? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is the coronavirus so, it is the coronavirus that we're talking about right it's not something that's ignored in any uh city that you go to right and california is in my opinion even more heightened than where we came from in i the think so Miami too area yeah um, i don't know what it's going to be like by the time we get back home but i know here they are really freaking out <laughs> yesterday during rush hour traffic there was really no rush hour traffic and we were we were uh breezing which was actually a nice thing because we had what did we do we did the top down so we're able to just kind of zoom through the roads without any problem without a lot of people being in the way so that was a fun experience we we're kind of taking advantage of what others might look at it as a time as like oh my god let's hide away like well if you guys are gonna hide we might as well go outside right okay so, but they're all hiding at Costco with a thousand other people they don't know. <laughs> what did you say yesterday? Yeah, people can go to work with people, or they don't want to go to work with people that they do know, but they have no problem raiding the grocery store with a bunch of people that they don't know. And clearly they are bumping into each other while they're trying to get the toilet paper. Yeah, or trying to find toilet paper because there is none. No more toilet paper. I hope you guys stocked up early. So we'll go ahead and get into what we were going to talk about today, and I will give you a little bit of peek into um, what has happened with us to kind of remind me of how important it is to keep the relationship sacred. So came down here uh, to do the speaking event, and I was super excited. I worked tirelessly on the plane, left at 3 o'clock in the morning to make sure that everything was complete for my speech. I could um, give that speech. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it so many times. <laughs> you gotta, you got to perfect the thing, you know? So I was nervous and everyone was saying, oh, you know, all the schools are closing. I was like, well, they haven't contacted me to let me know that anything closed. I said they can close right after I do my speech, right? And um, even as a part of the talk that I was going to do, you know, I wanted to talk to everybody about being brave enough to come out to gather just to talk about their mental health and well-being because I was speaking at the end of wellness week. Um, I was the keynote speaker for the event. So, you know, we got off the plane, no phone calls, no emails, everything's fine. Actually, no, I emailed the coordinator of mm-hmm. it and he was like, I'm looking forward to seeing you and everything was going fine. 
We went to the mall. We got a couple of things that we needed to just kind of perfect the outfit for the event. You know, that's important too. Mm -hmm. Um, And by the time we got out of the mall, I had missed three phone calls and an email letting me know that in fact, the school was shut down. So hours before I was due to speak, that was it, right? So I was super disappointed. You know, I'm not even gonna (laughs) lie and act like I wasn't. I was because this was a big thing. I had been trying to manifest having um, work or jobs that I'm paid to travel to do. I want to go to different places. I love traveling. It's fun. Um, And I was really blessed that James was able to come with me. Okay, So I wanted to be able to do this for the longest time. And it was going to be my first event where I was a keynote speaker for such a large crowd. I've spoken at a lot of places, but this was going to be my big one. You know, like, oh, I came to L.A. to speak. Super excited. So I was really disappointed about that. But we had to just kind of take a minute to debrief, get all the details taken care of around um, what was going to happen from this point. This was realistically, when we look back at it, it was going to be about, I would say, two hours out of our entire trip, driving there, doing the talk, and then driving back uh, because we got an Airbnb pretty close by. We were already already planning to take advantage of all the things that were here. And And rain. And, oh, yeah, the rain. it, It started raining. But when I sat down and I thought about it, and I think what helped me sit down and think about it was sitting down next to my partner and thinking about it, right? Not being by myself in my own thoughts um, and my own stress and my own disappointment about the situation. When So I would say when we sat down and we thought about it, we looked at the fact that this was kind of a blip on the radar of everything else that we were planning to do while we were here and that we were still going to be able to have a good time. And realistically... I still manifested my trip um, that was paid for for work just because I wasn't able to show up, you know, given that I did come um, and I had already been contracted to be here, that all was still taken care of. So we were paid to travel. Yep. Yeah. I created a, a talk that I'm sure I'm going to use somewhere else. I have my little gift boxes I was going to give to everyone. All these things are put together. But then when it's time for me to actually perform it, I'm going to be I'm going to be ready, right? And I'm going to be excited that um, I even have the next opportunity. But what I think was really important in this time and space is that James was super calm about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I took some of that energy in this space that is our, what we call like home, right? Mm-hmm. Like in his arms, in my arms, that's home. I took some of that that I needed a little bit to redirect, to breathe. Guys, this wasn't something that happened because they didn't want me anymore. I wasn't rejected. The coronavirus is here, right? And everyone is freaking out. So what was I to expect? I was hoping I'd be lucky, but realistically, it wasn't something that was totally out of left field. But being in this space together made it a lot easier for us to be able to handle that fact and then move forward. And we're still having a great time wrapping up the weekend with this podcast, and then we're going to go off to play. Yes. And we've already been doing a little bit before we even recorded. We want to get some of the fun here. We're staying in a really beautiful place on top of mountains. I think there's some famous people around. And actually, when we get done, we're going to drive a little bit around to go by someone's house. I'm pretty sure someone told me the Kardashians are like on the next block. Eh, not that big of a deal to me, but still, I would love to see um, how everyone's living up in the hills. And like I said before, it's so easy to do that because there's nobody on the road. <laughs> Literally a ghost town this morning going to get coffee. Yeah. So it was really good coffee. There was no line. So that's been great, right? We're looking at 
what's going on, but how is it together? We're kind of doing this adventure in a way where we're looking at all the added benefits. I rented, what was it, a BMW Z4. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a 2013 because I've never driven a car like that before and I thought it'd be really fun. And when we got here and we looked at the car, someone apparently had gotten in a car accident the day before. So we say to the guy, you know, this is what happened. He's like, oh, well, it's still drivable. I don't think anything will happen. I'm like, eh, but that's not the point. Like, I wanted the experience that I wanted us to have. And we rented this through the Turo app. Yeah. So it's like an Airbnb of cars. Of cars, yeah. Yeah. So the guy who owned the car, you know, was right there with us. And I said, do you have anything similar? And at first he said no. But I guess he looked around in his, his database and he was able to find something and pulled up with a 2019 white Z4. So, yeah. With 11,000 miles. Absolutely. And, and I got a refund of 17 bucks. Just saying. (laughs) So we paid less money. We got a better thing. All because we kind of flowed with it together Mm -hmm. and I wasn't like having a tantrum by myself. I knew like, you know what, no matter what happens, me and him will be just making this work and I'll be able to chill because I didn't look at all the nonsense going on outside of me just... Are we going to have a good time? Are we going to make it work? Even if they give us a Prius, sure, fine, whatever, right? So by having that energy kind of build between us, I think that's the light. That's the glow that goes out for everything else that you guys run into. So um, I wanted to talk about some specific tips that I think are really helpful for you to maintain keeping your relationship sacred when all this stuff is going on um, outside in the world. Guys, everything's going on right now in terms of maybe you're not able to be at work right now and maybe you're not even being paid, right? Maybe you don't have any more toilet tissue and you're stressing out and are you going to argue Or maybe you're one of those people that have the hundred rolls of toilet tissue. Or maybe you have all the toilet tissue. (laughs) Is that you? Do you have all the toilet tissue? If you do, leave something in the comments and I guarantee you can probably sell a roll for 50 bucks. But... Um, but these are the times of like when there's crisis where you most need to have your sacred and your safe space. And it can't be a thing that you do only when there's crisis, like, oh my God, this is when we come together. You want to cultivate it before these things happen, right? right? So that when you do, you kind of have something to tap into. So one of the tips that I think about, um, that I think is really helpful in maintaining our connectivity to our partners and not just our partners, our friends too, And our family members, any relationship that's significant to you, I think these tips would make a lot of sense. So the first one that I think about is get high together. What? Yeah, buddy. (laughs) You better explain that a little bit. Okay. So when I say get high together, getting high for everybody is different, right? Like what brings you to a higher vibration? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) What brings you to a higher level? What's your, your happy space? We're just saying that... You should just get high together in whatever way makes you feel really good, really yummy, really um, connected in into mm. the world, right? So that could be eating, that could be sex, that could be adventure, uh, working out together, laughing together, going to stand-up comedy. If you're trying to stay inside, watching stand-up comedy on Netflix. <laughs> when you do things like this with your partner and you consistently are intentional about making sure that these are the things you do with your partner because life is going to happen your partner's going to get on your nerves your friend's going to get on your nerves they're going to disappoint you sometimes they're going to think differently you're like why are you thinking that but when you intentionally do the things to get high together your brain connects that person their being their scent Mm. their touch their face like 
the, the tone familiar, of their voice, right? The yeah. familiar stuff. The familiar stuff about them, about where they are. Your your brain connects them to when I'm in this space, I'm high, right? Our senses play a big part. So when I'm near James and I might smell the cologne that he wears, that could transport me to remember a really cool date that we mm-hmm. had, a, a couple's game night that we have with our friend Sharice all the time. Like different things that we do together, it gets triggered when I see the way that he might laugh at something different. It might remind me of a different time that we were having a good time. Hmm. I think that that's really important to get high together. Not that you can't do fun things on your own. Doing things on your own is absolutely fine, right? You want to be able to tap into self and what makes you happy, what makes you giggle, and sometimes bring it back to your partner like, oh my God, look at this meme I saw, or you won't believe what happened today, right? But trying to stay connected um, and making sure that you prioritize that safe space, especially the space that you're going to use more than anything else. Meaning if there's a person that you know you spend the majority of your time with, that's the one that you want to really cultivate that with. There's even things that when you are away and you have distance, which we're going to talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. today as well, um, how to maintain keeping that sacred, keeping it special. Uh, James found an app called, what is it? The otter? Significant otter. Oh, significant otter, right? So now we both have otters on our Apple Watches and our phones that can um, talk to each other throughout the day, right? They can send different messages to each other throughout the day. And it's cool. It's just a cute little thing. It's not something that you're going to constantly be looking at or playing at, but it's just one more way to say, hey, I'm thinking about you or this is what I'm doing or this is what I'm going through. You get a picture of if I'm frustrated, if I feel super chill, if I'm excited because I'm celebrating something, right? So it's cool to be able to send things back and forth, even with your friends, like words for friends. Another game, I'm an Apple person, guys, so I can't speak on Android, but it's one of those things that we can play with each other uh, throughout the day. You are not sitting and looking at your phone all day, nor should you be, right? (laughs) There's so many things going on. Mm -hmm. But when you have a minute to reconnect and disconnect maybe from the shenanigans going on around you, absolutely do that right james what's your thoughts on how to keep our relationships sacred whether they are romantic friendships family relationships what what are your thoughts on that well i'm i'm with you on the getting high getting a higher vibration and sometimes that higher vibration might even be just chilling out together watching some tv unloading and sometimes keeping our uh, space sacred and keeping our energy high is is when we're having a bad day we need to be able to share that with our significant other and but recognize that that negative energy that may be in our life we don't bring that inside our re- sacred space our relationship we need to recognize that negative energy for what it is recognize that it's not mine I don't own it and I can leave it to the side if I need to and in your relationship you really should leave that negative energy of the day to the side because there's times when you come home you've had a rough day you've argued with your boss or you've been the boss that's been argued with by employees you bring that home you're happy to be home but they still have some of that pent-up energy that negativity in your life then it just translates into the dog was in the way the dinner wasn't ready in time you didn't pick the right restaurant and We need to be able to leave that aside and recognize that it's really not our own negative energy. It's just something that we've been around all day, and we need to keep that out of our sacred space with our significant others. How do we keep it out, you think? 
because it's hard, right? Like it's, it's my whole um, day. We spend so many hours outside of our home, outside of our, um, whatever our comfort spots are. We are just kind of integrated with a lot of people and their problems that we start to pick up and we start to identify as our own and then make it our partner's problem. So what do we do to keep that separate? I think it's good to talk about that and even explain to your partner or your significant other that, man, I've had a bad day. I've been hanging around this negative energy and maybe consciously make that decision to recognize together that this isn't ours. This has come upon us outside of our relationship. Let's not bring it into our relationship and really just have that conversation. Okay. Makes sense. The question that I had today that someone um, wrote from the... I believe it was either the self-esteem group or the attachment group. However, um, this person was talking about how to stay connected to their partner in a long-distance situation. So that really brought me back to the mind of what we were talking about, creating the space being sacred. If you're working long distance or you're traveling all the time, you are picking up so much hustle and bustle, energy from other people, and everything else seems important outside of the relationship when you're just in the hustle of it. Anyone who travels for work um, is kind of constantly on your feet and you have to make things happen in that way. You know what that's like. You know how hard it is for you to be able to reconnect, for you to be able to debrief. Because sometimes you don't have a schedule where you can say, okay, at this time, we're going to stop and we're going to talk to each other and we're going to share this with each other. That's kind of where those things that I was talking about earlier, like those apps or just little texting or sending selfies or sending memes, whatever your thing is, that's when that comes into play when you're not able to see that person and you want to send some type of communication and message to them that I'm thinking about you. I wish I could be there with you. I want to laugh with you just for a second because what's going on around here is not funny. <laughs> um, and we text each other throughout the day and sometimes it's, oh, this day is not going great, or, man, it's beautiful outside. This weather is amazing. And so we do that just to touch base with each other throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So the person who sent me the message, uh, their name won't be used, but their question is their actual question, and I'm going to try to answer to the best of my ability here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's see. I have a long-distance relationship, and we are both very career-focused and never – expect the other to compromise their career to spend time with each other. I enjoy that foundation and it is exactly what I'm looking for at this moment of my life. I acknowledge this need is new and will be likely to change in the future. However, currently both my partner and I have agreed we have a lot of miscommunication. Although we have acknowledged the issue, neither one of us could come up with suggestions for change behavior to help communication. Sometimes this comes from the learning curve of a different sense of humor, or not being able to detect the other sarcasm. Mm -mm, we know about that. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions for miscommunication? So here's the thing. First first note, the sarcasm thing. Uh, James and I get into this all the time. He doesn't understand sarcasm, and I don't understand language without it. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn sarcasm. <laughs> and I'm trying to talk straight. <laughs> It's somewhere we're going to meet in the, in middle, the middle and right? misunderstand all of it. But, and then and then in his like mission to learn sarcasm, when he's sarcastic, because in my mind he's not sarcastic, I'm just like, oh my God, how rude. <laughs> I can't win. I can't win. Sometimes it's best to just sit with my mouth closed. <laughs> See, 
try to figure it out. But I think the biggest thing for us is that we laugh at the things that we don't get, you know, instead of going to, why would you do that? Like trusting again in this sacred space that this is not a space where anyone ever intentionally hurts you. So if something pricks you in a certain way, it's probably something that needs to be processed on your end. And then we can kind of laugh about it. Um, but if you feel safe, almost anything can be said and you can roll with the punches. Now, in this instance, what she's talking about for miscommunication, oh my gosh, guys, so much is going to happen with this anyway via text. Um, if you're far away, there's no tone in text, right? As many emojis as we try to create to uh, let everybody know what it is that we're feeling, it's still very difficult for us to be 100% clear. In my opinion, that's why bitmojis were created. Mm. I can have a whole conversation there with There needs emojis. to be an under the bus bitmoji. <laughs> he threw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is. But I'm thinking, okay, there's a couple things. We talked about even if you have a really busy schedule, all these other things are going on, how do you make this other person know that the relationship is a priority? The first thing she pretty much said is, I like this because my partner knows that this is not a priority. My career is a priority. Well, I know that that's what we are all hopeful for. Our, our careers are very important to us. But to say that it is the priority, like it is the thing, is a part of some of the issue. I, I don't think that that can last too long. You know, even if two people say they're in the same situation, like I totally get that you can't pay attention to me. I'm going to be realistic with you. Generally, the way that that works is that one person has more time than the other person. So one person can actually pay a little bit more attention and remind the other person, hey, pay attention to the situation until things even out. But to have two people who are consistently not paying attention to each other, that kind of leads to them paying attention to other people who are more accessible um, and who they think are not hurting their feelings, okay? So sarcasm is, you know, if it is who you are, it's who you are. However, recognize who your partner is and recognize that having some sensitivity to them instead of being like, well, this is just how I talk. Having some sensitivity around that actually does show that they're they are a priority and they're important to you and their feelings are not there just to be crushed over like a delicate flower bed oh. james <laughs> i felt that bust yeah that was not a bust <laughs> i was being very sensitive to your needs bro come on <laughs> um so if there's a high level, she said, like, sense of humors are not really known. It also sounds like I don't know how much they really know each other to begin with. Did they mm -hmm. start this relationship long distance and they never had kind of that getting to know you phase where I get your little quirks and you don't really mean this when you say this, you mm -hmm. know? Maybe that didn't happen. Um, so that time is probably going to have to be taken where you talk about, like, this is my sense of humor. Instead of just saying, well, that's just how I am. We literally had to talk about what does this mean? break it down and then we don't have to have the conversation anymore we just kind of know so that is probably something that'll have to happen where you talk about maybe your background I get a better picture of what your family does and how they communicate a lot of times when you're around someone's family you're like oh I get it now I totally get it now I now I know why they raise their voice and they think that's normal you know or now I know why they avoid all topics and don't talk about anything you kind of see the family dynamics that make that clear mm. so sometimes that's actually good if you even if you're long distance if you get to a point where you can meet their people you can get a better picture of their vibe so you can take some things um, in a less sensitive way right uh, the other thing is if you are gonna do something long distance when you do get together you want to have those moments where you're getting high together like we talked about, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the other piece that you talked about is when we're just 
able to relax with each other, but you're being super intentional about having that energy together and sharing a lot of things that you miss, not clamming up, not being so scattered that you don't prioritize at least the time that you do have together, but making it sacred by connecting in those ways. Like I said, that's food, that's sex, that's adventure, that's Mm -hmm. laughter. You want to be able to connect it that whenever I do pick up my phone or I see that person's name on my phone, the feeling that washes over me is that feeling that I remember from being with them. Okay. One thing that I kind of picked up along there is it seems like they live a very scheduled life Mm. and I think they should make a schedule for each other so that they have something to look forward to at two o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning or coffee when I'm at Starbucks and we sit and talk to just have that schedule of connectedness. That way it's that familiar when a time comes that triggers that memory of your friend, your person, your significant other, just have some schedule around the relationship could really draw each other together in a long distance relationship. It's kind of exciting when I know like this is my time, right? Like even if I know I have to go through all of the the highs and lows of the day, people are frustrating me. If I kind of know that I have on my schedule, I'm going to be able to connect with Bob or Jane or whomever at this time. Like I look forward to that. You know, some of that anxiety gets a little bit alleviated from the things happening because I can visualize what that's going to be like again to get high or to Mm -hmm. just relax, right? To just deeply connect and be seen and be heard. You want to make sure that if no one else is understanding, it is the person that's in your relationship. So in order to have that person that really sees you and hears you and accepts you, you need to be that person goddess. You need to be the person for your partner that if no one else understands him or her, you're the one who can see them, who can touch them, like touch their heart, get who they are, not judge them for it, be that person, cultivate that space, right? Mm -hmm. If we were talking about a relationship and building like a house, how do you decorate your house, right? What, what do you do to make your Zen, your Zen space? What do you do to spark joy in that house, right? What do you need to get rid rid of? And what do you need to have more of that's going to have you guys flowing? The more you're being that person, the more your partner knows that's what's allowed, right? Being authentic, being vulnerable, being caring, right? That's what's allowed. That's what was expected. This is how we connect. And you can have a very deeply connected, sacred space in every way possible that will fortify you for all the madness that goes on. We were talking about this morning how many crises we've been through, right? Like a hurricane that they swore was going to be Category 5 and that we were literally going to die. Like they were just going to blow the house down. Like we'll put the shutters up, but it doesn't matter because we know we're getting blown away, right? So, you know, there's mass hysteria when things like that happen. Um, We've been through medical things together. We've been through this corona thing together, right? But the more that we think about those crises, when I'm thinking about how we did it together, I don't feel traumatized because those things occurred. I remember the safe space. Mm. So when I think of crisis, I think of my partner and I think of how safe I feel. That's nice. that's where I go, right? And I think that's probably why I'm not freaking out right now because I remember the things that we've been through. And guess what? Everything that we've been through, we've been through. That's why we're still here. That's why you're still here. Cool. So with that, I think we're going to end because we've been rambling on quite long enough and we're trying to get out here and enjoy 
the last day that we have here in California. I will be sure to post some resources for you um, on how to connect more deeply and keeping your relationships sacred in our description section. And as usual, if you have any comments, questions, um, or anything to bring up about today's topic about keeping our relationship sacred, please go ahead and post that. You can always email me directly questions that you want to have discussed on the show at joy at glowyourgoddess.com. And please keep an eye out for our next episode, which will be in two weeks. So I think that's going to end up in, uh, not April, but I guess the, by the end of March, right? Of March, 1st of April. Okay, so we're, we're all up into spring here. And maybe by the time we come back, a pandemic no more, we'll be all back at work. <laughs> we'll forgot about it by then. Yeah, and then we'll be talking about the next crisis. All right. <laughs> but as usual, our intro music is done by the glorious goddess Kiba, mm -hmm. and her website is kibamusic.com.net. Anything Kiba music on online is Kiba, and so <laughs> you can find her by doing that. Um, we appreciate her for the music that she's provided for us, and we just like to give a shout out to her whenever we can. Yeah, we'll be sure to connect one of her other amazing songs in our description box as well, because we always like you guys to enjoy something that's a little bit related to what we're talking about. And that is coming out of this um, musical goddess that we are connected to and so grateful for. Great. So until next time, we're going to wrap it up here in California and we'll talk with you guys later. Hey, babe, give me a kiss. Okay. Bye, guys. You already know love. Come and get this Shut it down when you walk into